Rugged individualism is one of the American mantras. Shane rode into a valley dominated by a rich, powerful cattle baron, and Shane alone rode into town knowing he faced overwhelming odds. In high noon, Gary Cooper walks down a deserted street to face three men intent on killing him. Luke Skywalker flies down the throat of a Death Starship to save us from the dark side. We love these stories of individuals going against all odds and somehow emerging victorious. However, sometimes they can lend strength to unintended consequences. This is Retirement Talk. I'm Del Lowry. Certainly there's much to be said for the lone hero overcoming every difficulty and evil to achieve peace or success. They seem to be universal goals. For those of us with children or grandchildren, the concern for our future as a civilization is always personal. We want Shane, Gary Cooper, and Luke Skywalker to win. We also want to help achieve it. Anyone concerned about the future wants to help. And how do we do that? One way is by working with others for the benefit of all. One of my favorite phrases in the first sentence of the U.S. Constitution as to why we formed our government is to promote the general welfare. Taxes are one way we illustrate our convictions. Why do I bring this up? Because the idea has become buried in BS. Civilization costs. Sometimes I try to imagine a world in which we do not pay taxes, and it is not pretty. I see no roads, police, or fire protection, water, sewer systems, interstate commerce, legal system, welfare system, education system, safety regulations, etc., etc. It's a bleak and savage world. I like all of those things and am willing to pay good money from my work or retirement income to support them. It's quite common and acceptable to boast about how one beat paying taxes in one way or another. I sold this right before the deadline. I bought this right before the tax went on. I registered it in a way that certain taxes are avoided. It seems to be an ever-creative task to avoid paying taxes. Why aren't people proud to have paid more in taxes than anyone else? It could serve us as another measure of patriotism. Imagine, I paid $10,000 last year. Well, I paid twenty. Well, I contributed fifty. Imagine General Electric could boast about hundreds of millions, Exxon, billions. The cliché, put your money where your mouth is, would take on real meaning. People and corporations would boast of their taxes paid as indicators of patriotism and willingness to help all. Years ago, in Alaska, I was sitting at a round table in a bar. There were probably eight to ten of us enjoying an afternoon beer or two. Taxes became a topic of conversation, and I found out that I was the only one paying taxes. 
Everyone had invested in such obtuse, tax-exempt strategies that they didn't pay a cent. All of them made more money than I did, and yet they paid nothing and were proud of it. That just isn't right. And it certainly isn't something to be proud of. Not in my mind. Another friend of mine recently told me that he had escaped paying a large tax bill with the phrase, I'm sure not going to be giving it to the government. This just doesn't play in my mind. Why is it so generally accepted to hate the very government that really regulates the country that has enabled you to reap such good fortune? He has a flag in front of his house and is quite vocal about his patriotism. We know the tax laws are not equitable. We know that the government could be more efficient. We know that we have various opinions on how these problems could be corrected or improved. Disagreement on the solutions is to be expected. But why should we try to not pay any taxes at all, or the very least possible? Why should that follow? Sometimes I think we should start a new political party with we in the title. It would be based on the premise that we should help and care for one another, that we all have rights and responsibilities to everyone else. We have rights to our privacy and our public life. We have responsibilities to ourselves and to others. We would try to turn paying taxes into a braggable activity. Today was a beautiful fall day in Vancouver, B.C. It was Canadian Thanksgiving Day. The people were out on the trails, in the parks, and on the water in large numbers. Everyone was enjoying the common space that sparkles. That's one of the big differences we notice when we cross the border each week. The Canadians have more of a sense of we. They pay higher taxes. They pay higher taxes, and they have more social amenities. The park system is fantastic. The health care system is fantastic. I have heard Americans claim that there are weaknesses in the Canadian system. I have never personally heard complaints, but I'm sure there are problems. Problems that pale compared to the mass inequities in the U.S. health system. We belong to a community health club in Vancouver that is very inexpensive and yet very good. My point is that the difference between I and we is measurable. Of course, the difference in taxation is also measurable, but somewhere the old phrase of you get what you pay for sticks in my mind. I'm thankful for the Shanes. Gary Cooper's and Luke Skywalker's attitude that is fostered in our culture. I just wish there was an equal adoration and emphasis placed on we. This is Retirement Talk. If you have comments, questions, or stories to share, contact Dell at retirementtalk.org.